Are you ready for my expert rebuttals that I wrote down? And Follow Owen on his Facebook dating profile at Power Creep. At Power Creep. At whatever. You're listening to the Heat Factory Podcast, where the information is hot and the takes are hotter. I'm Owen Rob, and with me always is my co-host, Professor Dr. Rob Stevens, PhD. How are you doing, Rob? Feeling creepy and powerful, and makes a lot of sense because tonight's topic is power creep in the Pokemon TCG. This is a Professor Rob's lecture segment, and my lecture is that I think power creep is a good thing. All right, educate the people. And I'm going to educate you on why I think it's a good thing right now. Number one reason why I think Power Creep is a good thing is that it pushes the limits of what's possible in the Pokemon TCG. Now, Cosmic Eclipse is the set that is coming upon us, pre-released and getting released soon. And I love when they introduce new mechanics in the game. Part of Power Creep and part of people's complaints is, is it's like, oh, there's all these new mechanics and... There, things are constantly changing, and I love that about the game. We've got tag team Pokemon now. When they came out, I was afraid. I love them. We've got tag team supporters doing crazy things, lots of effects, and I am not afraid of pushing the boundaries of what's possible in this game. What are your thoughts? Uh, I do agree. I agree with that point, that Power Creep creates new content, keeps things fresh. I was, like you, skeptical of the tag team format but i actually prefer the tag team format compared to the last like two three years i thought man these pokemon are they're beefcakes they have big damage they have big hps we got to swing for the new number with minimal power-ups i don't know i actually really like standard i i think if you do power creep right sometimes you you get it right number two reason why i think power creep is good for the game is that it creates hype about the game, and hype is everything. Now, I'm talking about why Power Creep is good for the game, and I mean that not just in that it pushes the boundaries, which is like, that means it's good for the metagame, good for the mechanics of the game. This is good for creating a good atmosphere for the game. I love seeing a kid open a pack, get a 300 HP tag team Pokemon that is bigger than all their friends' Pokemon, and it's not just kids. Think of all the times when new cards were coming out where they've sparked entire Heifonte discussions, debates on whether or not they were decent. Think about when Lieutenant Surge or Jesse and James came out and how much people were griping. I love the griping, even though sometimes it's annoying. People in Pokemon gripe a lot, but the hype about the game is good. It's good for sales, and it's good for people getting to people to think about the game. But isn't that a money move? <laughs> Says every comment on the Heifonte, Burbank City Gym, and other internet forum posts. And my answer is yes. And I think that's not a bad thing. Pokemon's got to make money. they got to sell cards. If the game goes out of, out of stock, if people don't buy it, not out of stock, but if people don't buy it, then we don't have a game. We want hype surrounding the game. Power Creep is a way to achieve that hype. Yeah, it's a money move. Not just for us, many of you listening to this podcast who I assume are players, but collectors out there and for the kids. Do it for the kids. Number three rebalancing hey hate that old pokemon that's been dominating the scene for a while let's print one that counters it directly and is more powerful and stronger than it love that move about pokemon love that they do that love that sometimes they're like you know what let's print tag teams and blow this all up 
and rebalance this meta completely. You've been living under the Zorark meta for too long and it's time to try something new. I think that's great. Now, I'm not saying that there's not other ways to rebalance, but certainly raising HP caps, raising damage output is a way to rebalance. Not only that, but related to this point, it makes it so that types, and by types I mean water type, fire type, etc., they can come and go in and out of style. So for right now, for example, fire seems to be all the rage in terms of typing, and a type like water seems to be kind of suffering. If we want better types, let's just print more powerful types. I like power creep for giving us the ability to sometimes make new types really good. Lightning hadn't been quite the prominent type like it was until Pikachu and Zekrom was printed, which was major power creep. It was one of the first tag teams. It was the first tag team revealed. I love that about the power creep. Next point is that people are actually pretty dumb about what's going to be possible in the game. And so part of the hype, for example, about a card like Lieutenant Surge was that it was going to be too powerful. It's too powerful. I love that hype. I love that we griped about it. And then, sure, Lieutenant Surge has been played. It is a staple in decks that are like your mill stall decks, but it has not been abused. And yeah, sometimes there are cards that are obviously abused in the game, but bans are there for a reason. Bans are a whole nother issue. A whole nother topic for another blog, excuse me, another podcast. But I do think that we don't know what Pokemon is working at. And sometimes when we see the power creep, we complain about it because we don't see the whole picture. We don't know what's coming out in the set after that. We only know what's coming out right then. What are some other objections to power creep, Owen, that um, people might raise? So one of my main objections with power creep is that I think personally that you could balance a format in the theoretical box that we talked about earlier that you can create interesting metas within like if you had uh, let's say an HP cap or something like that like stage twos cannot go over an HP of 150 or something like that I mean TPCI has proved if they put them if they put their time and effort into it they prove they can make interesting concepts Similar to Delta Species Dual Types, Ancient Traits, Pokemon Break, Mega Pokemon. I mean, there's plenty of stuff you can do with a, a piece of cardboard. Sure, the boundaries of the game aren't limited to just raising the HP. There are other ways to expand the boundaries. Wouldn't you argue that those other boundary expansions, though, within like an HP cap, are power creep in and of themselves? I mean, I guess. Because I think that power creep is not just okay, the HP caps are going higher. That's the thing we always sort of point to mm -hmm. in the damage output. But something like a Zorark GX that gets printed and it's discard draw two from your hand whenever you, you know, once per turn, that's pretty powerful. That is certainly a creeping of power. That's not, I don't know the history of the game as well as you do, but we haven't had that exact thing, certainly not on stage one, that actually could do legitimate damage in a while. Not on stage one. We did have a discard draw two on plenty of stage twos like there was an old Empoleon that discard draw two and I believe there were there were older cards way back in the day where you discard and draw but none of them having a outrageous attack like right is beating where you can attach for a single energy and right. do Don't a ton of damage us. yeah nothing like that what other objections might people have to my power creep I don't know. 
when does the power creep actually stop? When do we have? When does Pokemon print the card where there's six or eight or twelve Pokemon on it and it gives up six prizes? Eventually, we are gonna we have to hit a ceiling at some point. There will be some point where I don't know. I I, I can see Pokemon printing a card like Misty's T Tag Team Extraordinaire Lollapalooza where she has Staryu, <laughs> Starmie, Psyduck, and yeah. uh, a Goldine on a card, and it gives up six prizes and has four attacks. I don't know. So when where does, does it stop? Yeah, where does the power creep actually stop? All right, so there's two ways, I think. I've thought about this. I think there's two options if that happens. One is that they just blow it up and start over. And I know they'll never do this because it goes against the hype factor. But in theory, if it ever got so bad as to what you're talking about, Misty's Extraordinary Tag Team GX with six Pokemon on it for six prizes, if it ever got to that point, they could always just print a new set, start over at average of 100 HP being the magical number, and just rotate everything. People would hate it, but it is a sort of like last-ditch effort uh, at starting over. Yeah, but it's extremely. Ex- it would be extremely painful for players. I don't think collectors. If you made the cards look interesting enough, that it'd be fine for collectors. I think they're gonna collect if the art is good and there's gold and it's their favorite Pokemon, I think that's fine. But for players, I don't think they can ever do... That sounds like more of a reset, a dump and reset, basically. So they might not wipe. like it, but aren't you arguing for power creep by saying that? Um, no, because if you can stay within the box, then you, would not okay. have, they would, you wouldn't have to power creep. I'm just saying that you don't need to print these 300, po- 300 HP Pokemon. Um, all you need to do is print Pokemon... Uh, within your box and make interesting concepts within the box. Okay, so what about a Pokemon like one that just came out, Espeon and Deoxys GX, yeah. whose GX move is, you know, for one t- for three energy, 120 damage anywhere you want, for six energy, 200 damage anywhere you want. If the damage cap was 150, obviously mm-hmm. those moves would have to be nerfed down sort of appropriately. Let's have them, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's say the damage is then uh, 150, it's it's normally 100, 200, it's 50, 100 everywhere. Mm-hmm. Those numbers don't work as well. Like, I do think mathing gets more interesting when you're having damage caps that are higher. Something like that move where you might need to spread damage in more interesting ways really does make a difference. I don't know. I, think, I still think you can make interesting concepts like Deoxys placing damage counters within mm-hmm. that box. You could have. You don't have necessarily have to have a tag team. I think tag team is a cool concept, and I do actually like. I said I do actually like standard and where they're they're where they're going. I have actually been impressed. I thought I was just going to go bad. I thought I was going to go bad, but I still think you can build. There's enough concepts, and you can do enough with a piece of cardboard. And what Pokemon has set up for their trading card game, there are enough cool concepts that you can do, but you're just going to have to be extra creative. It's really easy to just print a new, oh, this is the new powerful card. It's really easy. It's easy to do. But I don't know. I think as a player, I'd personally like to keep it within the bounds, but that requires them to be... They take chances. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I see your point, and I think that power creep is a way to take chances as well. And... This is uh, one of our shorter pods here. I'm going to cut off our conversation about power creep. You can agree or disagree. Plug our stuff. I want to plug our stuff. I'm going to tell you, first off, go on our social media. We want to hear about what you think about power creep. Most of you guys are going to probably hate on Rob S. Take Owen Rob's side. But you can do so at Facebook 
at, at the Heat Factory Podcast. You can hit us up at Twitter at, at Heat Factory Pod. Email us heat.factory at outlook.com. We'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, ideas for new pods. And finally, find our podcast, The Heat Factory Podcast, The Heat Factory, wherever you find pods. Thanks for joining us. This is The Heat Factory Pod with Owen Rob and Rob S. We weld your mind.